What's going on, family? This is your boy DJ Preach, the founder of the Life Show Radio. And I see that you're doing great things right now by keeping it locked here on the MTMV Sports Podcast. Yeah, I better be talking about the Carolina Panthers. Let's go! Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere, MTNV Sports, man. I'm so geeked to be joined today by the homie Jay Stevens of the Jay Stevens Podcast, man. Y'all know how Jay Stevens get down, bro. Uh, we love having Jay Stevens on the show. We love having Jay Stevens in an interview. No matter what the situation is, man, we ready to rock with the homie, man. We, we actually had a draft with Jay Stevens in it. And even though I was also in it, which is weird to me, Jay Stevens got the best draft. I don't understand that. Uh, but it happened. But it happened. Uh, and so Jay Stevens uh, walks away with the best draft. We bring him in um, to talk to him about some fantasy football. This is our show, Expert Fantasy Football Advice. And we have Jay Stevens on today. Jay, how you doing, bro? I'm doing very, very well. I got to say very quickly, I am as shocked as you are that my draft was better than yours. But sometimes, Rick, you cannot be number one in everything you do. I don't, I don't understand it, man. I don't understand it. That's not, it's just not like me. It's just not like me at all. Um, but <laughs> here's how we rock, bro. So, look, we're headed into week one. We are headed into week one of the NFL man. season. I know nobody's happier than you. Um, you've always been a big proponent of why we stop in sports. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so, I got to ask you, man, in week one, what are you most looking forward to? Let's just start there. Um, football being played. I know it's probably very generic, uh, very plain, but l- literally, um, we've had to stop basketball. We stopped other sports, but it seemed all along like the NFL, even with college football, having a moder- having a, uh, having to modify their schedule. Even now this weekend, there are games that had to be modified due to the virus and how they're handling those protocols there for the health and safety of the players. The NFL was like, we can cancel preseason. But y'all going, y'all going, y'all, y'all crazy if you think we're going to move week one. And so, I, I, honestly, as odd as it may sound, I'm very happy that they were very stubborn in that aspect that we can at least get the NFL on schedule. And on my podcast, I'm actually going to be talking about how it's nice how we have the NFL, the NHL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, college football, eventually college basketball, maybe after the heart of all four of the major uh, pro sports in America are on. But, man, just I am literally just getting excited to watch football when we're expecting to watch football when it's football time in the year. That's real, man. Look, um, so there's a lot, a lot of games being played, right? You said mm-hmm. everything's right on schedule. There's a lot of games being played. Everybody's fantasy football year is right now. Right, yeah. like it's happening right now. There's one more draft. I got one more draft going. It's a draft tonight, but this one is a salary cap auction type draft, bro. Um, are you more into the auto pick or or do you like? I'm sorry, the um the live draft or do you like the auto selection? I mean, I'm sorry, the auction um selection. Oh, live draft all the way. That's oh, that's always really my go-to. yes. Sir. The live snake draft. You rather that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What? Why don't you like the auction? I never, I never done it before. <laughs> oh, bro, you would love it. Just, just being honest, just, just being honest. I, um, oh, I've it. never done it before, and this is my, I'm in my, I'm in a dynasty league this year. I have no yeah. idea what I'm drafting like normal. They're like, oh well, you might want to get some young players because you get to keep keep some at the end of the year. I'm like, 
man, I don't know how to go into stuff that's new to me, so I just stick with what I know, draft how normal. Um, but, yeah, so if I knew something new more about the auction, I may like it, but I like the live snake because it does get you some emotions. You lose a player two picks before you wanted him, uh, or the round before you, somebody takes the quarterback you wanted. So you have to honestly scheme and figure things out on the fly, and I like that a lot. Yo, um, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. You would love, you would love the other one too. I'm gonna tell you why. Because everybody's available to you. You just got to be willing to pay your price. Everybody's available to oh. you. So no, people can't just like steal your guy. Your guy goes up, right? Um, and somebody's like, hey, I'd pay. And you have a two hundred dollar budget. So somebody's guy goes up, and you'd be like, man, I'd pay um fifty for him. And you'd be like, yo, he's worth fifty one to me. Right. Then they say, OK, cool. I'll pay 55. And then you going back and forth. Right. Um, and then, you know, if you win your guy, bam, you have your guy. It impacts your salary cap, though. You feel me? So it's, it's kind of weird, but it's really fun. It's, it's, it's a fun thing. Um, yeah, let's let's hop into these first questions, bro. All right. Um, who do you expect to surprise people with their performance in week one? OK, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to go positive or negative negative with this one. So I'm just going to go well, on the limb. He's on a new team down in Tampa. You know what? But go positive with this one. Go positive with this one. Go negative with the next one. Okay. Uh, who am I expecting to surprise somebody? That, that was the question? Yep. Um, how about A.J. Green? Um, didn't play last year. Um, and a couple of – I'll talk about this later on. But he's a guy with Joe Burrow that he can – Joe Burrow is looking, to a, looking for someone that he can trust on the outside. Uh, AJ Green, he's AJ Green. He's been in the league. He's proven it in the league. We know what to expect from him, and he's hungry this year. Couple that with a, a young rookie, uh, young. Of course, he's young. A rookie in Joe Burrow, a guy that is looking to grasp on to uh, soak up all the knowledge that he can. And I think, man, week one, AJ Green can be like, "Hey, y'all, I know I wasn't, I didn't do much. I couldn't do that last year, but I'm here now, and I'm here to stay. Just watch, watch me work." I love that. I love that. Who do you think could disappoint some people this um, this week? Rob Gronkowski. Um, it's the same thing. <laughs> I'm not trying to be. I know Buccaneers fans are they're, they're probably listening to this or watching this, saying, "Man, I hope this cat is not going to go against my team." We got all these weapons down here. We got Tom. We got TB12 method. We got Gronk here. Don't don't knock me. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm very very worried for Gronk. Um, because I don't think he's going to play all 16 games. I don't think he'll play double-digit games. And with it being your first seat, your first game back, when you're playing a, a, a position where you got to be physical, you got to block, which is something he's very good at. But then you also – there's no preseason. So if you're a college football fan, you saw BYU and Navy on Monday night. Navy didn't hit anybody outside of a bag until Monday, and they got smacked. They got destroyed. So Gronk has not been going that route to say, I ain't going – I'm not going to touch anybody. But he hasn't been able to – scheme somebody else. Yeah, you're in practice, they have scrimmages, but he's been going up against the same guy for a month. Now when you're going up, going up against an opponent that already wants to prove something against you because he knows you're a future Hall of Famer and he knows that you can't scheme him, the only scheming you got is what you saw on film. Look, man, these young cats, these guys are going to be coming for Gronk over and over and over again. And I think you may see Gronk do a lot, do very well week three through six, week three through seven. But week one, week two, I would not be trying to put Gronk anywhere in my lineup. So you don't trust him going into week one. You say he, he doesn't have that – he won't have that physicality or the familiarity because it's been like a year, right? Like I, there you go. It's been, it. it's been some time for him. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Let's, let's ask this. Who are some of those guaranteed producers in week one just based on their matchups? 
Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf going up against the Falcons. Russell Wilson last year, uh, my, granted, if, if it was if the last play of the regular season went a different way, Russell Wilson would have been possibly MVP, possibly would have been um, the, no, would have been the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. Now, granted, with the year Lamar Jackson had, Russell Wilson had an argument either way to be number the number the, number, the MVP. But you can it's hard when Lamar Jackson was as special as he was. You can understand that, but. Russell Wilson has a lot to prove. He always does. He, al- he always has his mind right, and he always plays the way he needs to to get his team in the right position to win. And I think he, him and DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf goes to the next level. And then Russell Wilson, the Seahawks team, man, they, they can be special. And Russell Wilson, this could be the time where he, go, he, he reminds people why he is who he is. He's not on the same trajectory as LeBron, where LeBron is uh, one of the best we've ever seen. Russell Wilson, I wouldn't say he's one of the – he's not one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. But every single year, Russell Wilson is the MVP of his team. Every team LeBron James was on, his, he's the MVP of said team. So, you group that together. Russell Wilson's already going to be the MVP of this team, and he hasn't even played a snap yet. So, when you, when you already go into the season with that as how people are viewing you and how you play, man, look, week one against the Falcons – I know it's Atlanta. I know it's tough, but I don't care. It's Russell Wilson. Go do your thing, man. Let me ask you a question. You don't, you don't give any credit. The, the Falcons got a new cornerback, AJ Terrell, right, from Clemson. Do you give any credence to that and him being there? Um, if you watched him a little bit in camp, he's looked good, right? I want to see him go up against a, um, a DK Metcalf. I think that could be an issue. Do you see it? Well, it could be an issue for, for, um, for DK. I don't know. I want to see, even though he got roasted in that national championship game, but it's whatever. Um, let's talk about Tyler Lockett. Do you think do you see something from Tyler Lockett? Uh, yeah, a little. Uh, you mentioned Russell Wilson and talking about the corner that came back at DK Metcalf. The one thing I want to say, you're going to see your veteran quarterbacks, veteran players, they'll excel in ways that the younger players or new additions will not. Mm. Um, you see the Colts had on my head, Colts have a new, Colts have a new quarterback and, and, and Phillip Rivers. So he knows the system a little bit, but there's no preseason. And I, I don't mean to harp on that a lot, but as me with my own show, if I don't get any reps in at all, I can't do anything. If I want to interview guests and I don't know how to interview somebody, well, the first time I do it, it's going to be trash. It's going to be horrible. I, I, I joke about this all the time. If you go back to listen to my first episode, it's horrible. I had no reps in. But once I got some reps in, things started to get better. Russell Wilson's going to be a guy as far as uh, there's a lot of other quarterbacks that have not moved from their team where week one, the first few games, first few series, they might not have the hiccups or the growing pains that new additions to team or younger players like a Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow may struggle initially, but you have AJ Green to help him along the way throughout the game. Um, new additions to team. It's real. I'm really skeptical about that. Could be why I mentioned Gronk earlier, not just because Gronk hasn't played, he doesn't – he can't really get ready mentally for this. He can from previously, but even when he was playing, he wasn't used to playing consistently. He'll play four or five games get hurt. He'll play six, seven games get hurt. And now he hope he plays all 16. Well, it starts in week one. Starts game number one, stat number one, to see that. So, new additions, great. But I think that DK Metcalf-Russell Wilson uh, connection, even with the no – preseason those no games to scheme against somebody else and the uh playing for somebody else I think those will speak volumes 
at least beginning of the season. Now, middle of the season, it, I mean, all bets are off. I mean, anything can happen. But I think right now, I got to trust the man that I trust already. Yo, okay, okay, cool. Hey, Rev, thank you. Rev is in the building, man. Thank you so much for joining us, Rev. We appreciate you, bro. Um, look, man, um, okay, I, I have to ask this question. You got, you got your hat on. Yeah. A lot of people are, are I want to say maybe around round six, round seven, they try to pull that T.Y. Hilton sleeper. Do you think T.Y. Hilton has a good season this year? I do, and I'll explain why very quickly. I, don't, I can't remember the last time T.Y. Hilton has had a solidified number two receiver on the opposite side of the field as him. For so many years, T.Y. Hilton has been T.Y. Hilton one, fill in whoever, uh, two, whoever's in the slot. Occasionally you go four wide, four, four wide outs, whoever's there. You can't think of who it's there. Of course, he had Reggie Wayne for a little bit. Reggie Wayne got old, went to New England, said, I'm done with this and retired. Like, he hasn't had a consistent number two receiver. Michael Pittman Jr., Yes, he's a rookie. Yes, there's going to be some growing pains early on in the season. But why? But by probably week three, six, three, four, five, you'll see that Michael Pittman Jr., T.Y. Hilton, dynamic opposite sides of the field, helping T.Y. Hilton stay healthy. Because imagine this. We see it in basketball. You see when Giannis goes out and Chris Middleton is uh, the focal point. You can, you can scheme on the defense and be there. But in the seeding games, T.J. Warren went off early on when he, was, when he first got back. When teams started to say, okay, cool. Um, we know Victor's out there, but you're hooping better than Victor. We're going to scheme you and double team you and make you the focal point. That can shorten things down. Same with T.Y. Hilton. If, if, if the defense in the secondary can bracket him on one side of the field, well, that's going to hinder him. And we saw him not be healthy. I truly believe having Michael Pittman Jr. on the opposite side of the field, Whenever Trey Burton comes back, because Trey Burton's on the IR right now with an injury, be back, I think, week four, week five. Whenever that comes back, you have a two tight ends you can trust in a passing game, Burton and, um, and Jack Doyle. Then you're going to have opposite sides, T.Y. and Michael Pittman Jr. The defense can't scheme one guy anymore, and I think it's going to help T.Y. be that sleeper pick that you're talking about. Mm. Look, let's, let's ask this question. Who's the guy that's not getting drafted in leagues right now um, that you believe is going to have a good or productive season? So I'll take the league that you and I are in. And I, before we got on, I went back and looked at who's available right now. Yeah. And I don't know why it's on the hat because I had this written down before I figured out what hat I was going to wear. But for some reason, Marlon Mack is not picked up. I, I, I don't understand that. That's crazy to me. Yes, very crazy. Now, you watch TV and you see guys, oh, Marlon Mack is going to, not going to have a good year this year. Uh, some guy on Twitter said Marlon Mack had a down year. Sir, he played 10 games, had 1,000 yards rushing, missed six due to an injury. If you're playing 10, rushing for 1,000, I think that's a good uh, takeaway from how you were that season, especially when you missed some games in the middle of the season, came back, and was still killing it. Now, with nope. Marlon Mack, and a, Ricky, in a lot of the leagues I'm in, Jonathan Taylor is being picked before Marlon Mack. I'm not knocking it. I want JT as well. But I'm taking, I'm taking a starter before I get the backup because the backup, if Marlon Mack goes off, JT is going to get less rushing yards. So I, I don't get it. I think if, if you're listening to this, watching this, you're saying, well, who should I get if he's available? Go get Marlon Mack, y'all. I'm, I'm sensing a 1,200 to 1,500-yard season right now, and then JT doing his thing as well. Yeah, no, I know. I, yes, yes. O-line's too good for him not to be that, to be that good. You're really thinking that. You're really seeing that type of product, productivity for Marlon Mack? Yeah. Man, look, I, I definitely want to buy into Marlon Mack. I want okay. to, and, and in the Dynasty League, I picked him up. 
right? Okay. And I, and I have him on my squad. I'm not starting him this week because I need to see what, what that combination right. is like. A lot right. of people feel like he is – do you know how this normally works when you draft a big-time quarterback and your incumbent is still there? And probably in the beginning of the season, you're the guy, right? Up until the point where you get phased out and then your incumbent's the full-fledged guy and now you're peppered in to the offense – a lot of people believe that that's going to happen to Marlon Mack over the course of this season. Now, you're right. There are some instances where a guy could basically say, hey, you know what? It's going to be me, right? Like, I'm going to be the guy. Thank you for bringing him in and motivating me. I'm going to take it from here, right? And I'm going to take us to heights that you never thought we could go to because this is now – I'm not, not motivated by the fact that this brother is even in the building. You feel me? I think about a guy like Mark Ingram who took his game up to another level when Elvin Kamara got there, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if the, I don't know if Marlon got that in him, bro. Does Marlon have that in him? Do you you're saying that you believe he's gonna give you 15? I, I don't know. Should I be scared that JT's there? A little nervous, yes. But also I think the the new the move to go ahead and say that he's not gonna that he may not get that and that Jonathan Taylor is gonna be the next guy. It's the new wave. It's what happens nowadays. Now we all know in Miami, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not the guy. He's literally going to be there for a little bit. Tua will be the starter. If Tua didn't have those injuries last season and previous years at Alabama, I believe that Tua would have been possibly the number one pick, if not number one pick. He would have been at Miami and being a starter day one simply because he doesn't have the track record of getting hurt. He's still he's still recovering and those things that go along with uh, injuries and when you have injuries in the in, in football. You think about you think about Green Bay. I think it's Jordan Love, uh, Aaron Rodgers. People think that they're trying to move Aaron Rodgers about the paint. Man, look, I don't care nothing about that. If I got A-Rod at the quarterback, I don't care who's behind him. Ain't nothing going to happen. Same thing with A-Rod. I say A-Rod. I know it's baseball term, but you know what I'm talking about. When Aaron Rodgers got drafted by the Packers, they had Brett Favre. You ain't going to tell me that this is going to be Brett Favre. You're going you're gonna to sit Brett Favre for Aaron Rodgers. Now, granted, I understand that's a Hall of Famer in Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers is a future Hall of Famer. But at the time, we did not know Aaron Rodgers was going to be this good. If you, with Jonathan Taylor, I work him in. But I'm not saying that he's going to be taking over the starting role this season. Maybe not even next season. Marlon Mack's too good to go ahead and say, oh, we're going to draft a guy from Wisconsin, 2,000-plus rushing yards this past season, one of the best Wisconsin running backs we've seen over the past 10 years. Oh, yeah, cool. You're going to, you're going to get away. You mentioned Mark Ingram. I know Mark Ingram see J.K. Dobbins behind him, but that don't mean he's trying to go ahead and give up his spot right now. These guys are fighters. These guys are warriors. That's why they play football. They love the competition. They wouldn't get to the NFL if they didn't love competition. I think Marlon Mack sees Jonathan Taylor behind him and says, yeah, he's good. He has the potential to be really good in this league. But right now, this is my spot, and he ain't about to take my spot with me healthy with this team. Awesome, man. Yo, let's talk about this. I need to know the best value pick that you got in one of your drafts. Okay, so I kind of hinted at this earlier, and I'm not going to go along with the draft that you and I read, even though I did pick up this player in the draft you were the league you were, you, were, you and I are in. But for some reason, man, I was doing a draft, I think it was sometime last week, A.J. Green, in our draft, I got him in the 10th round. In his other draft, his other league, 15th round, last pick. I don't know why people are just like, oh, uh, A.J. Green, uh, we're not going to pick him up. Are y'all crazy? 
are, are y'all not seeing what I'm seeing? Do, I, do y'all not know what I know? Or maybe am I am I the crazy one? And am I just thinking that uh, I'm a little off my rocker? You may want to say about what's going on. Nah, man, AJ Green, you gotta get him. Um, and the uh, and honestly, another one that's not a that's not a late round pick, but he kind of fell a little bit later. I've been getting DeAndre Hopkins in round number three in a lot of my leagues. I don't know how that's happening. And this is before he got the bag, before he got paid. DeAndre Hopkins, round two, maybe round three, maybe late round three. I'm like, do y'all not see that he's basically, yeah, you got Larry Fitzgerald out there in Arizona. You got Kyler Murray who's going to sling the rock. But Larry Fitzgerald can only do so much. DeAndre Hopkins, that cat don't drop the ball, bro. He don't drop the ball at all. So I'm trying to I, – I don't know what it is. I always love getting D-hop in the third round of some leagues. But if you have if, – if in your league somebody has not picked up A.J. Green, go do it right now. I'm not a fantasy expert, but even Rick Sincere said I did have a better draft than him in the league that we're in. Hey, Yahoo said that. I ain't said that. So – Yo. I like that. Yo. <laughs> Let's talk. Yo, man. Um, okay. Now, is there there are some guys that are out there right now on some teams that based on their perceived value, you can get rid of them right now, right? And get loads for them. I'm thinking Jonathan Taylor may be one of them, right? But who are some guys that I can trade right now? Because before they actually put it out there, or uh, before we actually see something in reality, their value is super high. Who are some guys right now, man, that I can get rid of right now today and get max value for them? Whew. Um, you mentioned one, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I would say J.K. Dobbins as well. Um, okay. You can, you, you, can get, you can get some stuff for him. Um, this may be going out of the limb. I wouldn't go this route. But if those trade, trade rumors from uh, the Saints were kept going and they kept swirling and people were nervous about Alvin Kamara's uh, productivity for the Saints – and they were saying, oh, well, he's hurt. Um, he's out of practice. Uh, he's doing this. He's doing that. Look, man, you could have traded him and got and got, got a lot for him. Um, maybe Juju Smith-Schuster, um, mm. a guy that some people are high on, some are not. You sweet talk it well enough and knowing he has a quarterback back this year. Now, granted, he missed all of last year due to a non-contact injury. Sometimes those are the worst. But Big Ben is a professional, and I do think Big Ben wants to go out in a different way than just saying, I'm injured, I'm hurt, I'm not going to go ahead and retire. I think we're going to see some big flashes from Big Ben this year. And if you got Juju, but there's other stuff going on, hey, man, Juju, get up out of here. I'm going to bring some, bring some more people, more pieces in to move this team closer to win the championship. Look, man, um, Deontay Johnson, I, I'm, I'm concerned about him and Juju. I don't know who's going to be that guy. I'm, it's supposed to be Juju, right? But there's a lot of buzz about Deontay. And I'm is. trying to figure out what that's about. We got J- MVP JT on the, on the um, line right now on the call. He said he can't wait to play both of us. I actually played MVP JT um, this morning in basketball, bro. Um, and now there's one other person in the world. Who knows that I suck at basketball? So, we... <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yo, yo, it was oh uh, man. There's so much stuff that's going on, bro. Um, okay, cool. You you mentioned a, a few different guys, man. You mentioned um, you mentioned Juju Smith-Schuster. I believe you can get pretty good value for Juju right now, right? Um, but I. I don't know. I think that's a little scary for me because I feel like at the end of the day, um, Juju, you may actually um, 
you may have less value for Juju right now. You feel what I'm saying? And the mm-hmm. reason I feel like you may have less value for him is because of what happened last year. People may be a little scared about Juju, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I look at, you know, I look at a few different guys, man, and and across the board, I see, okay, Mark Ingram. I believe Mark yeah. Ingram, you can probably get a, get a pretty de- decent deal for right now because I don't know. You mentioned J.K. I don't know how J.K. Dobbins impacts his value. I'm I'm concerned about that. I think a guy like Ty Gurley, you could get a lot of value for right now, right? There's some people who are low on him, but some people who are sneakily high on him because they think he's the only person there in that backfield, right? Well, here's the thing. If that burst ain't there, which I don't know, right? I don't if that know, man. Burst, I don't that, know. You, you feel me? If that burst yeah. ain't there, right, as soon as we see that, then his value would decrease, like, significantly. I, so he I may have high value you. right now. Go ahead. I got one more for you. So I heard about this earlier today, and it didn't even cross my mind. I believe DeAndre Swift is in Detroit. If I, am I correct with that? Mm-hmm. So yep. you got DeAndre Swift in Detroit, and they just picked up Adrian Peterson. I mean, if you're trying to – now, granted, Adrian Peterson is not who he used to be. Yeah. But if you're trying to get some type of value, DeAndre Swift may be the guy to do that to move it. Not saying I would do that, I would make that move, but – it's one of those things with fantasy, you have to kind of weigh the options, which one is better, which one's worse, um, which one could win, get better for me, which one would be a harsher thing for me. And a thing we find with GMs in, the, in, in sports, taking that risk, there's risk-reward. Sometimes you got to take that risk to see what the outcome – to just say, hey, ride, ride or die, I want to live with whatever – with this choice I'm about to make. Bro, the fact that on Johnson is still oh there – I forgot and- about him. Right, and he's the starter, or listed as the starter right now, makes me feel like I want to stay away from all of that, right? Like, I don't want to get – I like DeAndre. Maybe in a dynasty I pick up a DeAndre, but I don't know, right? I think about that with him. I'm, I'm not sure. I look at a guy like um, – I look at Adrian Peterson. I'm not, I'm not going there with you. You know what I mean? No, Unless no, I'm not him. Not, not him, I'm not. No. Nah, I mean, unless I'm in a 16, 18-team league and I just need a flyer, right? I may throw something at you. But then there's guys like um, Antonio Gibson out there, right? Um, this would project him as a starter. I may even throw a dart at Bryce, uh, Bryce Love and see what's going on with that. I need to see how his role is in the offense. Chris Thompson, right, running back um, for the Jaguars right now, used to be for the Washington football team. Um, yes. <laughs> I, wonder, I might throw him in there. There's so many guys that are kind of out there that I would, I would think about, man. Yo, let's get into this segment, bro. We do this segment every week. Well, it's our first week this year, but we do it all the time whenever <laughs> we do the show. Uh, it's called Trust Fall. And in this, in this show, this is how it works. I throw out a name, right? I throw out a name. I throw out a full scenario. I give you the name of the player. Um, I give you the team. And I give you, like, um, you know, if we're in a PPR, non-PPR, stuff like that, right? Um, and I just ask you very simply, do you trust them? You either trust them in this way, right? See there, And look, if you're at home, and you're watching this, you can play too. You can play too. You can just put it down below, right? Okay, so it's red light. You don't start them. Yellow light, I start this person with caution. Based on a scenario, I start this person with caution. And then it's green light. I start this person with confidence. All right? So red light, I don't start them. Yellow light, I start with caution. Green light, I start with confidence. Okay? So I'm going to throw you out some scenarios and, and listen, if you're, if you're at home, you're, you're watching this, you can play too. Just drop yours in the, in the comment. We're going to kick it off at the top. You ready? We yeah, got let's do it. Brady versus New Orleans, right? You're in a 10-team league. Brady versus New Orleans in a 10-team league. Red light, yellow light, green light. 
yellow light. No, change that. Red light. Red light? Yes. Why? Same thing I talked about earlier. Um, not being able – no preseason. Um, new offense, new scenario, new team. The Saints defense is – my goodness. That, that, that defense is going to be good this year. Going to be very good this year. And I just think first off, first week, especially with the questions that the offensive line they had last year, I'm not, I'm not touching it. I'm not doing, I'm not doing that at all. Mm. We got Rez down in the comments. Rez said, Rez said green light. Um, and, and I see kind of, I see both of your points. I see where you're, yeah. I see what you're saying. Right. Um, and the reason I see what you're saying is because of, um, of, because of no preseason and not being able to kind of, you know, work out your demons, right. Yes. Like uh, yes. against somebody, you feel yes. me? Like work out that, that kind of stuff in offense, figure out people's roles against heavy competition. Um, mm-hmm. but also see green light on the other side only because of the fact that the saints always start slow. And if you remember just a few years back, uh, good point. Good point. a Ryan Fitzpatrick and a Deshaun Jackson lit them boys up. So yeah. imagine what a Brady and somebody else could do. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right, yo. Um, so I, I like it, man. Uh, let's go Chubb. We're going to go Nick Chubb, right, of the, of the Browns. We'll talk about the Browns several times today. Nick Chubb of the Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens. Red light, yellow light, green light. Green light. Green light. He's, I would not hesitate at all. Not at all. Now, with this one, I can't – the preseason thing does not hinder me at all, um, not questioning me at all. Um, I just think he's too good not to start no matter who he's playing. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm about there. I'm about there with you, man. All right. Let's go with this one. You're going to like this one. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Look, we're in a 10-team league. Actually, no, forget it. We're in a 12-team league, and we have Phillip Rivers. Going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Red light, yellow light, green light. Don't do me like that, man. <laughs> uh, how, many t- how many teams? Uh, 12. 12 teams in this league. Yellow light. Um, mm-hmm. The thing that helps me, you yellow versus red with him and Brady, um, both scenarios are, just, are similar. No preseason, new teams, two scenarios. Um, granted. Philip Rivers does know the offense a little bit because of his relationship with Frank Reich. Brady, not so much with Bruce Arians. But I got to go yellow light because of the offensive line. There's question marks at Brady's O-line. There's no question marks <laughs> with the Colts' offensive line. Mm. Two running backs behind him, the, the, two running backs behind Philip Rivers he can trust. Well, one, JT, I'm saying you can trust him, but we haven't really seen it. So I'll say one running back, back that you can trust. You got a numerous running backs behind Brady. One just got there, don't know the offense. Shady McCoy, okay, cool, great. Ronald Jones, okay, cool, great. More guys there that are that know the offense better, but that's got to go yellow, yellow light, man. Proceed with caution. Okay, okay, like it, like it. Um, Reds in the, in the uh, comment dropping the red light, man. I feel both of y'all on that one as well. I feel both of y'all. Um, I I give it more of a yellow light because of the fact that it's the Jaguars, and I'm not that so too. sure about that them that defense yet. You know what I mean? I look at that defense and I'm like, I ain't scared of that defense. Ain't no Jalen Ramsey over there no more. But you know, early in the season, that may it may be a hiccup for them, the defense, the team. But they could have a turnaround like the Dolphins did last year, where the right. Dolphins were the Dolphins were getting embarrassed and tank players were asking for trades early on, asking to be released. <laughs> Later in the season, 
that wasn't the case. They actually started to turn around and they said that people thought they were tanking. No, they were, they, they were just trash. <laughs> no way, no way just to say it. They were just bad. <laughs> Big facts, man. Yo, okay, here we go. I got to put this out there. Yo, thank you so much for joining us. I see another person in, in, um, in the chat too. Yo, um, we got another one. Here we go. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray versus San Francisco. Right. So far, we've been a little bit quarterback theme. We'll switch that in a second. But we got Kyler Murray versus San Francisco. Yellow light, red light, green light. Green light. Green light. I think the outside. It's, it's another another team. Questions at questions at the O line. You keep giving people with O line questions <laughs> with, with quarterbacks. But um, the one thing I will say about this, you got a security blank on the outside, a security blank on the outside. You got two guys on the outside you can trust, Christian Kirk in the slot. Now, granted, you hope Kyler Murray doesn't get sacked as much as he did last year. Mm. But week one, game one, this is kind of the time where those quarterbacks that can kind of improvise, this is where their time to shine, especially with the where circumstances we're in right now. Green light, baby, let's go. I got him in a couple, a couple of my leagues. He's starting. That ain't going to change, baby. Man, I ain't going to lie to you. I like Kyler Murray a lot. I oh, like Kyler Murray a lot. And what people forget, and you brought this up earlier, DeAndre Hopkins gets down regardless, regardless <laughs> to who the quarterback is. And that's always been his deal, right? So when you watch him with Houston, they get to the playoffs with I don't know who at quarterback, right? But he always gets his. And I feel like you put him in a system with a great quarterback, or let me see, an emerging quarterback, then I think yeah, yeah. he's going to eat. I think he's going to eat. And I also think Kyler Murray's going to eat, right? Um, and he'll eat one way or another, either on the ground or through the air. So I'm excited about him either way. <laughs> Facts. Yo, let's talk about uh, Mr. Brown, the, the browniest of all the Browns, Odell Beckham. Um, I got to ask, you see him in a 10-team league. Let's go 10-team league. We got him going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Red light, yellow light, green light. Ooh. Oh, man. Because I'm higher on Jarvis, Jarvis Langer right now than Odell. Um, mm. Gosh, you put me on the spot with that one. Uh, yellow light, yellow light. Mm. And it's tough, man. Um, Is it because of that Baltimore defense? Yeah, that's it. That's that's because I believe you can get other receivers. Um, there are other just you don't. Re- I didn't realize how many receivers, good receivers, there were out there. Sales are doing these drafts, and I'm like, you can pick up a. I picked up a quality receiver in the last round of a draft in numerous drafts, and I'm in five leagues, so it's not like it's just one or two. I'm in I'm in too many leagues. Y'all asking me, I ain't going. I ain't going to say no. So I, I I truly believe there's too many receivers right now. For you had a wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and let's say your flex is a is a. Uh, running back, not a receiver. There's too many guys out there that you can get and be more sure of what they're going to produce against a middle of the pack or a bottom of the pack defense versus the Ravens defense. I, I got to go yellow light with that one. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. And I'm going to give you this one. Last one. We'll go with Keenan Allen versus Cincinnati. Red light, yellow light, green light. Oh, remind me who the quarterback is again. Keenan Allen, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, against two? <laughs> Sorry, it just, it just He's going me. against Cincinnati. Green light. And it's weird. Because I was going to go cautiously yellow again. Mm. Um, 
No, I'll change it. I, I, I don't. I don't like going. I don't like changing my stuff on the on the fly like that. But I will go yellow. Um, I'm not the biggest believer in Tyrod Taylor. I, I think he's serving serving a purpose, purpose, just like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, Tyrod can possibly start longer than Ryan Fitzpatrick in his current scenario because people in L.A., they believe Justin Herbert is the next guy to get them through with the next few seasons. If he doesn't pan out, bye, get away, get away from here, or go find somebody else. Um, I'll go cautiously with the yellow, but it's really, 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 really close to being green because of who they're playing. Mm, okay, okay. Um, and I got one more because it's your team. So yeah. it's your team. This is personal for you. Is AJ Green versus um, I think they're playing that the Chargers. I think they're playing. Who you got for that one? It's the flip side. It's the flip side. It's the other receiver on the other side. AJ Green versus the Chargers. Red light, yellow uh, light, green light. Green light. Green light. You green light AJ this week. I I, I need them points, baby. I'm going out on the limb. Y'all call me crazy. Um, I think second half you see an okay. Joe Burrow, but the okay Joe Burrow is so into AJ Green for touchdowns. That's what I believe in. Um, this I would tell you 100. percent This is me hoping I get fantasy points out of those two this weekend. So I am saying green light with that one because I need points from AJ Green right now. Let's talk, bro. Yo, thank you, man, for joining us. We really appreciate you, man. Hey, look, man, can you talk? Let's talk about your show for a second, bro. Um, you've been going going along with your podcast for a while. You've been doing big things, bro. We even had you here on the network for a little while. Bro, like you've been moving, man. Um, talk to us about the Jay Stevens podcast. Where can people find that and how can they get involved? Thank you for this, Rick. I really appreciate this little back and forth fantasy football talk. This is fun, man. Excited for football this weekend. And I'm just equally as excited, if not more, for my podcast, the Jay Stevens Podcast. You can find it on Apple, your Spotify, um, your Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Recently got put on Pandora. Long time it was a music app. They do have podcasts there as well. You can check that out. Start on a YouTube page. Check that out as well. Um, find me on Twitter at JSteven07. Rick mentioned it. Uh, I do love the podcast twice a week. Sometimes we do three next week as long as everything goes right. I'm having four, four episodes next week. Um, solo host, full of energy, excited. I love to find a way behind the mic to portray how I feel, my passion for sports, and have it come through the mic, through your speakers. And I just want to say that I'm constantly striving to do that a whole lot better. Recently had, I do this plug this time, when I was on the network, I, I, uh, I had Ian Eagle was a guest, play-by-play broadcaster. Recently was able to interview Daryl Flash Gordon. Flash is his nickname, a former linebacker at the University of Notre Dame. Those of you that know about the famous Catholics versus convicts college football game, Miami versus Notre Dame during the 1988 football season. Well, Daryl Gordon gives a story about what happened before that game, about how what made that game more special than what it already was, something that if you watched it on TV, if you went to YouTube to watch it there, you wouldn't know about it because mm-hmm. it was just that special or that rare of an occurrence. So um, check that out. Um, I really, really am excited about this. If we get Big Ten football, I don't know if it's going to happen. Rick knew about this. But if we get Big Ten football, there will be another podcast started just not sure when. Um, not sure if it'll be in the in October, November, January, or a year from now. I literally have no idea when this is going to happen or if it's going to happen. Um, but we're looking out for that. If you want to follow me on Twitter, do it at jstevens07. Connect with me there. Pretty active, pretty vocal. 
And um, this is my time of year, football. I'm happy it's here. And I really appreciate, Rick, you having me on. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Anyway, we can support you, bro. You know what it is, man. We love to see you winning, bro. And you consistently win. You're like, you're like a good um, fantasy draft pick, brother. You always winning, man. And we love to see you doing your thing, my guy. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. Hey, listen, if you're out there, thank y'all so much for joining us. We really appreciate you. Hey, this is Expert Fantasy Football Advice, where we'll be doing this every week. So if you need um, some fantasy football help, we got you covered, yo. Listen, I always say this, and I'm not just saying it for myself. This is a something from the Bible. Okay, there is safety and a multitude of counsel. So what we do here is bring on some counsel for you so you're not going at it by yourself. You feel me? Normally when I bring somebody on, they've at least won one championship or so. I'm telling you, if, if, if they don't got you, I got you. 15-time um, champion right here, yo. So I got you covered. Listen, even going into these fantasy football battles, you're going to need some counsel. We got you covered right here, man, on a week-to-week basis. So please go ahead and subscribe to our um, our channel, and um, you're, you're going to get great fantasy football advice moving into your season so you can dominate your season and suck less at fantasy football. All right, y'all. Have a good one. God bless. Spectacular! They don't want me to be killing. They figure I'll never be hot as a killer gorilla. When I'm in the booth of the feeling, you know what the deal is. Now get out your feelings, so this going to be critical. Cut thing in political, pooping inside of a mind of a criminal Hey, are you a musician or someone with a small business and want to get more attention to your business and to your music? How about you get an ad with MTMV Sports Podcast? By doing that, all you have to do is DM me, Nora Natish, at Nora, N-O-R-A, underscore Natish, N-A-T-I-S-H, on Instagram or Twitter, and I will help you be able to get your song on our Song of the Week list and your ad for your business on MTMV Sports Podcast episodes. Hit me up if you want that hookup.